Okay, there we go. What the heck? That was weird. Yeah, it was running like a super supercar or whatever. Hello. Welcome to Aspie Girl Gab. This is so funny. <laughs> Technical difficulties. All right, so as usual, what's up, Fox? What you do this week? Well, this week, um, let's just say I'm almost done with the Ruby episode thing. I just implemented some of my voice into the first scene or the first part of the first scene. Cool. Actually, yeah, because weren't we going to share something with your with our our listeners on Facebook? Oh yeah, behind the scenes or something. Yeah, but mostly the one scene where I'm testing the frames because I don't want to give away too much spoilers. Right. Right, exactly. So you said, now what now? You're almost done? Yep, I'm almost scene? done. I got it. Well, I call it the first scene of part one. I'm releasing mm -hmm. individual parts because the process, like, I don't want to keep anybody waiting and I'm just one person working on this. Um... It is amateur quality, which is expected because I'm still getting the hang of animation and such. And right. there's not going to be much sound effects or music because, um, well, I don't really... I mean, I could come up with my own in the future, but for now, there's going to be none. And they're going to be a bit short in parts because having to work on them for a long time and such with the recital coming up Sunday... Then, oh, it's Sunday. Yeah. Yes. But once the recital is over, then I can have a little more time to focus on Ruby. Yeah. I mean, that stuff's time consuming because you're animating it. And I mean, you got to write the story. <clears throat> yeah. I mostly write down the so. script first and then I animate the script. Right. It is. It's time consuming. It takes a lot of work. Um, <clears throat> so... So lots of that. Um, yep, recitals coming up. Um, yeah, no, what... Um, are you doing that show on... You said on your Instagram? What show? The show, your little... Oh, you mean Ruby? Yeah. <laughs> well, if I could find a way... I mean, I guess I could try and log into Instagram on my computer, which I've never done before. I mostly do it on my mobile devices. So I'll find you can it. actually, yeah, you can log in. Um, you should be able to log in on your computer, on your desktop machine. Yeah, i just never done it before, that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, you shouldn't have a problem with that. Um, cool. And when are we expecting that? Uh, I don't have, I don't give out, like, specific release dates or something. In but case let's something just, happens, yeah. Yeah, in case something comes up. So I'll just say soon. Just okay. that that's all I'll say. <laughs> and what's your uh Instagram handle? What you mean like my name your or na something? Mm hmm Yep. It's you say it at the end of every episode. Right. No, I just wanted to tell our listeners if we have some new listeners on there. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's Is it Shy the Shy? Yeah, Shy yep. the Fox C H Y F O X. No, wait, C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X. Yep. That's Fox. right. Yeah, I forgot it's, the uh, word the in there. It's definitely a Monday today, I'm telling you. Um, it's been a long, it was a long day. 
Cool. So what else? Did you go to work this week? Today's Monday. Or next, last week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. Did you go to work since we did a last podcast? Yes, I'm still going to work. <laughs> it's like a comedy show today. Good Lord. Uh, what were you sorting? Any magazines, letters, the, anything interesting? Yeah, the letters as usual. Yeah, yeah. Fun. <laughs> I told you, I'm tired. Um... Okay, so what did you want to talk about this week? We were talking about well, I how think people on the spectrum are treated. Yes, that's well, mostly also the adults as well. Right, how the adults are treated because you know you're adults, and of course you know you're expected to act like an adult. You know, it's or be treated as such. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, so when people, so what? So you just start. You know, by telling us what, you know, what you're feeling about this, like the, the subject and um, what, you know, what made you think about this topic that we're talking about? Well, I'm actually going to speak from somewhat experience. Mm -hmm. um, let's just say I've seen some people um, or those adults on the spectrum um give out their experiences well I, i've seen some videos on youtube to do some research and as it turns out most of them are sometimes being called stupid and such like silly and let's just say not very nice words and worst of all there are adults on the spectrum out there that are being treated like children like they're not given proper like experience for like jobs sometimes and some programs out there actually instead act as sort of like a daycare where mm -hmm. we're just left to do nothing and, and just like play around all day like children and really we're not children anymore we're grown-ups right you guys should be getting job trainings and stuff like that <clears throat> and not just sitting around or not just being in a daycare or it's a day hab but well it feels like a daycare it's you know in and, and i know and i there's a lot of people on the spectrum well you know of course it's it's such a broad you know it's all across every everybody on the spectrum is different but um it, it's from my experience it's it's been it's been difficult because, you know, people want to put an autistic adult, if somebody needs help and can't hold down a job right now, can't, you know, obviously we've got mental health that goes along with it, um, that on, like on our other show, <clears throat> one of our other shows that we were talking about, it's not just the autism spectrum. There's always something else that goes along with it. And it's usually some sort of mental health. Um, because autism is not mental health, right? Autism is a neurological, uh, a neurological thing, neurological disorder, whatever you want to call it, um, where your brain is just wired differently. Um, you may get extra wiring in one part of your brain and a little less wiring in the others. For example, both you and your sister are very creative, um, 
but you have, and then of course you have ADD on top of that, but you have, you know, some underactive parts of the brain and some very overactive parts of the brain. Again, it's just the way it was wired. So, but you guys are perfectly, you know, you're not, I'm trying to think what other disabilities I want to put in there. Um, you know, the disabilities where, and I'm, I'm not experienced in a lot of the, the ones like Fragile X, um, we didn't have a lot of names for, uh, they actually called it a, you know, it was mental retardation. That was a term. And because we didn't have autism, we didn't have, uh, you know, now we have Fragile X, we have all these, these different, you know, um, I don't know if it would be brain damage from, heck, they even have brain damage from, you know, the way they, the, the way they were born, um, oxygen was cut off, you know, during the birth. Um, but for autism, unless they have something else along with it, um, and other mental issue, they're, you know, they're just like everybody else, but like you as well, Fox, that, you know, you need extra help, but that's where the tough thing comes in because like you and your sister, People look at you, and it's an invisible disability, because people will look at you and be like, oh, you can work, or you can do this, and you can do that. And then when you tell them that, you know, when we when we ask for services and say, no, we need extra help in this, this, and this, then they, then there's people out there that treat you like babies, like little kids. I'm, I'm finding that there's no in-between, <clears throat> if that makes sense. You know, like, you guys are in between. You're not dumb. You guys are smart. But you learn differently. You know, you guys are also visual learners. We just all don't fit into, you know, we're we're all not like cookie-cutter people on the spectrum. Everybody fits in there differently. Um, I know that that kind of, and you can, what we were talking about, you kind of saw that in high school a little bit, I think, right? Like people would treat you different because, you know, you had a paraprofessional that followed you. Well, most of the students just, I mean, some of them looked, but they didn't say anything, which is good. Because if they did, I'd probably be a bit more upset and a little more nervous, especially if it was my first day. I mean, you know, you're already... For the neurotypical person, you know, you already feel out of place when you're starting a job and, you know, doing things as an adult. When you're starting a new job or anything like that, and it's hard, it's hard for anybody. You know, you don't know anybody. You're learning, you know, you're training and learning a new job and, and, you know, and then to have somebody on the spectrum coming in, I mean, I can't even, I can't even imagine you know, for the slightly lower functioning as well and how that's got to be. Um, <clears throat> but you, you know, you were always, I mean, I mean, you accepted help. Like when we talk about, I know we were talking about adults, but like, for example, like when you were in the, you know, eighth grade, you had, 
you know, when you were getting straight A's and everything and, you know, you were in the smaller classes and getting help, but you know what? I don't, I don't think it should be that way. I don't think schools should <clears throat> have a classroom, 30 kids, that's the normal classroom. It's, it's too much for, it's too much for some neurotypical people. But I don't think the school should be like that and then say, hey, you know, you need, you can only handle 10 people in a class. Let's make that special needs or let's make that, why? Why does it have to be, you know, this is where we come in with labels, which I think fits into the topic that we're discussing about, you know, being treated equally and not being treated like little kids. Um, <clears throat> you know, you're automatically ESE. See, you don't fit into ESE <clears throat> and you don't really fit into that full general population per se of being able to sit in a classroom with 30 kids. You don't fit into that either. <clears throat> you, 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 um, you guys are, have always been in between. And I think that that's, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that's just, that's just following you guys into adulthood. And that's going to follow you, you know, until, until we find, you know, you know, the right company that would take you guys on and, and understand, you know, you're, you guys are intelligent. You're not, you're not stupid. You don't need to be treated like little kids. Exactly. So. Like those on the spectrum, like they have like a, a secret intelligence that sometimes can be hidden to some people, but if you look close enough, then it'll start to kind of come out or bloom. Mm-hmm. And then just yeah. really start to show itself. People just need to, you know, it, we need, the, the problem is, is our society is set towards, you know, people like, you're neurotypicals, you know, that society is set for people like that and it's it it's kind of with different disabilities like when you when you see uh little people um like look at our counter spaces our bathroom counters our kitchen counters stuff like that it's all set for your average quote unquote average neuro you know neurotypical regular person um so you know they they have to adapt um, but you know, their, their issue is you can see it. It's not an invisible, you know, and I don't even know if I would, I don't even know. I don't even call, I don't even fit little people on a, an, you know, I don't think it's a disability. That's, but that's just me. Um, you know, but there's this visual, obviously they have to accommodate you know, set up their kitchens. They got to drive differently, things like that. For you guys with your disability, it's basically invisible, you know? And the only issues that you guys have is learning. And, and you know, in, in work, what do you do? You learn, right? You're always learning in work. So it's just, it's really, it's really, um, it's really, it's really sad when people, you know, don't, don't see, 
you know, someone on the spectrum is, is equal or just like we were talking about day habs. Yeah. Like um, we like adult, those on the spectrum, like we're really not dumb in the head. Like I, I, I do modern witchcraft, like literally, like I understand it fully and to tell you the truth, I actually pretty much taught myself that. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're, you've had, you have a regular IQ. You have a normal IQ. Your IQ. So that's, I, I forgot, I don't know if it's 70. I, I forget what the IQ is for, and again, I'm going to say mental retardation. This is just, that's just the term. Um, they really need to change that. Yeah, well... Yeah, and I don't know if it's... Well, it's just slightly... It is changed, slightly yeah, so... just slightly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and I totally understand. Um, I don't know what the exact term is anymore, um, if they have a term for that. But it's um, when your IQ is under a certain level, basically. And your IQ is normal. You guys have been tested. Kaylee's is actually uh, high. Um, hers is above average. But... We're not, you know, neither of you are in the low IQ, um, which, you know, which would be, you know, slower, you know, slower mental capabilities, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, uh, I don't know where else to go with this conversation. It It can be... You know, it, it can get really frustrating, but I think, you know, as a mom, as a mom for both of you guys, it's been, you know, it's been the struggle again, where you guys fit in the middle. <clears throat> you don't fit in ESE. You don't fit in low functioning classroom like that. And you can't sit in a classroom of 30 people. So... You know, and when you guys get into high school, well, got into high school, it was, it was more difficult because now you're adults and they look at you, you know, they didn't have, obviously they didn't have as, as very many services already for you guys in, um, they didn't have any in elementary school. Uh, they do now, of course. Um, but, and then in middle school, you lucked out and we got into some smaller classes, which was amazing. And then in high school, they're like, nope, you don't need it anymore. You know, like autism just miraculously goes away. I don't know. Um, and that's why you kind of struggled in, um, in the high school, not Northport, but the first one that you were in. Um, because you had no services there, right? Which school? The Braid, was it Braden? Braden River Bradenton? High. Yeah. Yeah. You were in all, yeah, you were in all full-blown classes, right? Yeah, and a lot of them were, there was, like, a lot of normal kids, but one of them was, um, one of my, um, I, I couldn't tell if she was on the spectrum, but she was in the, like, ESC program or something. Oh, that, that from group, the middle school? Yeah, that yeah. group, like, she did complain about, like, being treated like a child in that group and right. such, and she was the... Like, me and her were pretty much the only ones in our... Like, 
during each day you go to like certain classes during, but we always go to first period every day right um right. but the periods kind of change around because there's not enough time to cover all the periods in like one day so we have to go like oh you go to these on that day and then that the next and it's just like a pattern back and forth i think they were like block they it was like block schedule or something that they called it yeah yeah and i was like i'm like in this room filled with a lot of normal kids and i was actually kind of sometimes a bit terrified i mean i wouldn't use the yeah. word terrified but it was nerve-wracking <laughs> like yeah uneasy because you're you're so stressed out trying to not like fit in but trying to just you're so sensory overloaded and you don't learn the way they teach you know you're very visual. You don't, you just, it just did not, I, I think that in that block scheduling is not good for people on the spectrum. The block scheduling where, I did not like that. We didn't have that at our high school. We did seven classes, we did seven periods a day. And I don't know whose stupid idea that was to do block scheduling. So yeah, on certain days, you would be in the classroom almost two hours, like an like it's like twice the time. So it's like less days, but more time. Oh, imagine the lunch period, though. <laughs> that felt Dumbest like forever. Thing ever. Yeah, you guys didn't have a long period either, did you? Lunch period? Uh, I mean, it sometimes felt like it, but like I'm in this did it? cafeteria. A lot of these kids, have, and I had to sit next to kids I didn't even know, and I just had to look away a little bit eat my lunch, and just remain quiet until the period was over. Yeah, and that's miserable. I mean, that's just absolutely miserable. You don't know anybody, you know? Um, and I remember Kaylee used to go to lunch when she went into, um, I think it was Lakewood, Lakewood Ranch High. And, you know, she'd go in and she'd put her bag down on the table where she was going to sit and then go get in line. Um... And then she'd come back and her bag was thrown on the floor. So just stupid things like that. Um, you know, kids are mean. Kids are, well, it's people. Yeah, and. It's not just kids. Mean, mean kids give me flashbacks to some of the grades, like mostly in elementary. Mostly uh, second grade. Yeah. Some of the girls called me like a fat, hairy girl, but I just stared at them like, I do not understand a single word you are telling me right now because I didn't even know what bullying was and such. And yep. to be honest, I really wasn't actually affected at all because, well, I'm like, okay, somebody woke up very bad this morning. <laughs> yeah. But over yep. sometimes, but further in the years, it did start to affect me a little bit, but I tried to not let it get into my head. And you can't because... We know that people, a, a full-blown adults bully too, by the way. Yeah. Um, absolutely. They, you know, people just usually call them assholes. But it's it's bullying. And um, it's not just a kid, you know, it's not just a kid on kid thing. But we know from research, basically... Uh, that, you know, people who bully and kids that bully are, are insecure. Something's going on. They, especially with kids, too. Something's going on. Um, you know, something can be going on at home. 
You know, they could be getting bullied by one of their parents um, and they take it out on other kids. It's a, it's a massive insecurity. And this is, again, where this mental health issue, all this just kind of comes into play. Um, I even but yeah. see a lot of some adults on the spectrum get bullied as well. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, we're called, like, you know, we're, we're called, like, stupid we're, we're called dummy we're called like kind of like those things that kids say like in elementary school almost which yeah. i think is like words not to use for their age but still I it's know. plus like a lot of people like even people with autism like whether like it's a kid with autism or an adult with autism like I've seen them like get kicked out of places because the owner thought that they were oh they're 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 dangerous they're dangerous, and then yeah. like they're rejected from a group because like they're either weird or oh oh she's gonna hurt us, <laughs> like well, we're not we're not like that at all. It's like, and then some on. you know and some people, you know some people on the spectrum have little twerks and stuff like that. If, if you also have, um, oh, what is, um, what? Tourette's, like my brain just went completely blank there for a second. You know, uh, some people on the spectrum and they'll have little ticks here and there. And um, just, just with that, uh, you're weird. You know, it's, it's, I, I don't understand it again that it, it it all it 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 all encompasses you know social and how you're supposed to act you know in public um but you know if this person has this person's on the spectrum they have Tourette's they can't help you know that they're making noise and stuff especially also you know some some nonverbal autistic adults or you know older you know, teenagers that are nonverbal, but they, they kind of make noises, you know? Um, you know, also, this also reminds me of a story I saw on YouTube. Um, basically, there was a group in the cafeteria and a girl who I think was on the spectrum or had a disability, um, like, they invited her to sit with them, and when she kind of started, you know, like, that some of the things you were talking about, um, mm -hmm. they ended up coming up with a plan, like, the next day, so they tricked her into thinking they were going to eat lunch in a certain room, but instead they went to the cafeteria as usual and literally left her there. Like, that was the cruelest thing they ever did. But luckily, the coach walked up and yelled at them, and they got what they deserved. Jeez. Yeah. And I feel bad for that girl. Yeah, it's, um, you know, and I'm, I'm wanting to, and I think we're going to do this for the next episode because I think it would be kind of fun. Um, and I think it's on Netflix and we talked about, it's called Atypical. Do you know that show? Yeah, I watch it sometimes. It's really good, but I want to, um, you know, I want to pick a, a show like that and I think this is a good one. But, um, you know, talk about, because they, boy, they pull out a lot of the issues 
uh, that surrounds somebody on the spectrum. You know, one of his, I think he's, uh, I forget, is it the first, I think it's the first season where he's trying to date. Oh, yeah, that would be a good topic yeah. for another episode. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, watch watch a couple episodes and then we can kind of discuss it and stuff and talk about the parts that, I mean, they did a really good job with, with um, the family dynamics and, you know, him in high school. I think it's his senior year, junior or senior year, because one of the seasons he goes starts going to college, I think. Um, but, like, the one, there's a scene where he's, you know, he's trying to date. And because he's he's has sensory issues, he has headphones on during the date, and she doesn't understand why, and it's like the strangest thing to her, and and he's explaining it, you know, he's blatantly. That's another thing about people on the spectrum that, I guess, probably makes it socially awkward is that, you know, you guys don't hold anything back. It's like this is what's going on and I'm going to tell you about it. You know, um, you know, you're, I cannot think of the word. Um, cause Kate, uh, rain was the same way, probably more so than you. Um, there's no filter. You don't, you know, not having a filter. So you, you say what you're thinking, which is, which also can be a social, you know, social awkwardness because, you know, she's one of the girls in her class was writing, I think this is in middle school, her pencil was writing really loud or something like that. And, and Rain just said, hey, you know, you're writing loud or your pencil's loud or something like that, but not being mean, but just kind of came out with a fact. And the girl had a meltdown and cried. So, um, and Rain has always been that way. I don't know so much your, if you've had, you know, if you were out there like no filter, I think you have more of a filter. Do you feel like you, you're not as impulsive well, when opening up and talking to people? Well, normally throughout my life, I've actually been very timid and shy. Yeah. Well, that is yeah. until... I start to open up over time. Right. When you know somebody. But I mean, if somebody's hair looks weird, just example, and you don't go up and tell them that. No, no, I just leave yeah. them be. Right. See, um, um, but m one of the things being on the spectrum is, you know, you're just, a lot of people are open and honest and that's how your sister is. Um, whether it hurts somebody or not, it, there it is. It's a fact. I'm going to say it, you know. Um, and I think that's, you know, and then that's, that's another thing. That's part of that awkwardness where then, then you guys get picked on. Or you're, you know, you're weird and we don't want to have anything to do with you because you're sitting here talking about whatever. Like uh, Atypical, he talks about penguins, right? Yeah. That's his whole thing is the Arctic animals and the penguins, his favorite thing. And that's, I think that's all he talks about on the date as well. So, but because that's a quote unquote social awkwardness, we're going to bully them or be mean, you know? Yeah, it's so. not 
Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, I know it may sound a bit awkward to some people, but <laughs> hey, talking about your favorite animal kind of sometimes helps others get to know you. Yeah. Why not... You know, I mean, why not talk about what you like? And I, again, I think that that was like that on that date um, when he was talking to her. Um, and she just didn't get it. And it's kind of hard to, to wrap your head around somebody that's neurotypical, I guess. <laughs> to be fair, you know, they don't understand how your brain works and you don't understand how their brain works. So, but um, I just hope my future... Yeah. Like, remember, like, back in, like, a somewhat episode, I said I'm lesbian, and I just, mm -hmm. I hope my future girlfriend, like, accepts me for being me and is okay with me being on the spectrum. Now, the right person is going to be accepting. You will probably click with somebody else who's on the spectrum. You know? Well, how, You're how, probably, how do I, and that's... Sometimes I don't know how to mm -hmm. tell... Like, I still need to figure... I'm still learning how my brain works and such. Mm -hmm. So I get the, you know, like, I mean, they could be, like... I don't care if they're, like, like normal or on the spectrum. I mean, as right. long as they're very sweet people. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, um... And, you know, we're getting, we're getting rain into an LGBTQ um, group up here through the place that she does counseling and stuff, they're starting an LGBTQ uh, weekly meeting for adults um, that has nothing to do with the spectrum. <clears throat> so this will be interesting to see if anybody else is on the spectrum. But um, yes, when you're up here, we're definitely going to look for groups like that because that's how you meet people. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it, it's, not full-blown therapy group, but it's like, it's, you know, you, it's, you just meet people like you. Um, you can support each other and get to know each other. So that's where, that's where this gets really interesting, especially with you guys and Rain. You fit into the autism section. Okay. So you want to meet people on the spectrum. That would be cool. Then you fit into the LGBTQ. So you want to meet people in that area and fit in and get to know people there as well. And then you have some mental health on the side with what Rain is going through with her complex PTSD because that's a big deal. So where do you fit in in all that? So do you, you know, do you have an LGBTQ slash spectrum group? You know? Well, I once kind of paint like on one of my canvases um i once painted like my pride flag the the lesbian flag there's mm -hmm. it's not just the rainbow flag i mean the rainbow flag represents the whole community but there's you know the the genders and sexualities do have their own flags and on yep. it i painted a blue puzzle piece to kind oh, of see so i figured why not make it like le a lesbian on the spectrum on the spec yeah kind of flag and like why not also put that on the rainbow flag as well i mean this is just an idea maybe it can be like um those who are lgbtq and on the spectrum flag you know it's um 
a lot of the reading that I've done, I've come across a lot of people on the spectrum um, do identify um, LGBTQ because they don't care, you know, uh, especially the one of uh, Love on the Spectrum. That's the other show. Um, the one, the one girl was just saying she doesn't care who they are, you know, what their gender is. She doesn't care. It's who she gets along with and who she falls in love with. And that's the important thing, you know, and the fact that it seems a lot of people on the spectrum are, are that way. Um, they don't care. They don't care who you are. They don't care who they fall in love with. They fall in love with, with who they fall in love with, if that makes sense. And it seems to be more on, in the spectrum. You know, I don't know. I just found that kind of interesting. So, I don't know. But, you know, as my listeners, or as our listeners, you know, so we have two. I'm a single mom. I'm, I'm, I'm a straight ally. Uh-huh. I'm straight, but I'm an ally. And I've always been an ally. I was an ally before anybody in my family came out, actually, because I don't care. You know, love who you love. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I, you know, who am I to say? It's none of my business. Um, so, um, and my sister is transgender. And I can't even remember. I don't know if it was in 13, 14. I don't remember when um, she had told me. Um, but so, so there's, you know, three in the family there, you know, in the immediate family um, that don't, you know, you know, you're going to fall in love with, with who you fall in love with. So, but, um, but anyway, so, yeah, so, and then, of course, then that brings in more ridicule and picking on, and that doesn't make it easy as well. Nowadays, you know, there's more, there's a lot more acceptance, let me tell you, with LGBTQ, a lot more. When I was growing up, phew, yeah, it was not a thing, you know, a lot, lot of bullying, and, and it was just not accepted. Um, but you guys are growing up. In, yes, there's still a lot of discrimination, but you guys are growing up in a decent time uh, where it's becoming, it's okay, you know. Um, yeah, and I think and pe- those yeah. who discriminate against like LGBTQ or even those on the spectrum or both, then I just think they're just a bunch of haters who have nothing better to do with their lives. I will never understand. Well, mainly... Mainly a lot of that goes with religion that I'm seeing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, those people. Not Now, not always, but I'm just saying through friends of mine or through, uh, this is just from my experience, um, that, you know, it's not accepted because God or whatever. Um, and there are a lot of Christian LGBTQ people so you're gonna get it you know and it's just the way people were raised and and they usually get it from their parents and I think that's how it is and that's what's kind of interesting about my family is 
you know, my dad is, has always been a, you know, right wing conservative, pretty far right wing conservative. And then my mom has just sort of always been in the middle, kind of like me. Um, me and my sister were just, you know, we've never really, none of us really quote unquote labeled ourselves in that way. Um, but me and my mom have always, we don't care. Sexual orientation, gender, we don't care. You know, we've always been accepting that way. So, Plus, like, I'm, like, I'm left and I don't really, like, get offended by, like, other people's opinions. I'm actually really accepting of other people's opinions. Even if yep. you have different points of view... You should still just, like, just accept their opinions because that's who they are. And believe it or not, even if they have different views, that also kind of helps you to get to know them more. And that's what makes us different. I mean, it'd be boring if we were all the same. Like, one time, but, yeah. one time in a Roblox LGBTQ hangout, um, mm -hmm. like, I was in a make-a-friend booth where you'd, like, one person would sit on one chair on one side and then a chair on the other side. I oh, think there's like about three of them. So sometimes when two people were in there, we have to wait until those two were done. Then the next group could go in and just, you know, like go into the make a friend booth. Um, That's kind of cool. <laughs> I was talking to this girl and she said that she actually kind of was against, you know, LGBTQ and such. I'm, I was going to ask her why she was in the game in the first place, but... <laughs> Instead of lashing out and such, I just said, that's okay, that's your opinion, and I actually respect that. Like, it's your opinion, I'm not gonna nudge at you, like, or poke mm -hmm. at you about it. I mean, I still respect your opinion. She's like, well, thank you, you're actually the first person who actually said that to me. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, what is arguing and yelling at people gonna do? It doesn't solve anything, right? It just makes things worse. If, yeah, you're just going down to their level. And adding fuel to the fire. It's whatever that this is, you know, this is like, this is who I am. And there's, what are you going to do about it? It's, that's who you are. I, you don't have to sit and justify who you are to people. You know, that's what I don't understand. And you may be left, but you're not far, you're not a far left extremist. No. So, yeah. You're, yeah. So, that, and that's where I fit in the middle. And sometimes I can see you kind of going in the middle on some of your, on some of your beliefs and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else on this subject? I mean, I think we've hit a lot of it. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered it. I think, yeah, so I think we're going to try to, we're going to discuss and see what we're going to do for the next, next weekend's, uh, or next week's show. Because I would really like to get into, because I like to hear your thoughts more, um, you know, on some of these, um, you know, like, you know, like watching a show like that and then, and, and then commenting about it and talking about it, um. Also would like, really would like to do, and, and, you know, to keep politics out of it, obviously, but 
I would like to pick, you know, something that's going on in the world, a, a topic, and, you know, have you read an article or something before the next show, and then we can discuss that as well. Um, you know, it's going on in the world. It's got something to do with disabilities or, you know, the spectrum or something like that. But, um, you know, just to kind of bring those topics and subjects in into the show, so... But anyway, all right. So, do you have anything else to add? I uh, can think of. I don't really think so. No. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C H Y. T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Ask Big Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.